0: What's the crack? I'm Brona. And I'm April. We enjoy listening to people tell their stories. And hear their different perspectives. Which is why we started this podcast.
1: Today we're talking to Angelica, also known as S. Es- Hi Angelica. Hi. 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 <laughs> Do
0: you want to give like a little introduction to yourself? For our listeners i go by s
2: online pretty much every platform that i go by on i'm typically just a generalized content creator i started off doing cosplay like a lot of that was what my main thing was and then after that i sort of branched out into other types of content creation i think my biggest platform now is actually tiktok funny enough oh
0: that's so cool and where did the passion for cosplay come from
2: i've always had it because i remember even when it was just coming up halloween I would be so excited and so ready to make costumes and I would always make my costumes and my costumes were always video game characters or something from an anime or something from like a comic book, as opposed to, you know a cat or you know a clown or whatever else and it didn't have a name back then because I was like I don't know so young like when I was 11 years old I made this little cosplay from an anime called uh, Escaflown and yeah just kind of ever since then I've been really into it we didn't really have anywhere to go with them besides Halloween as well so it was just kind of like you wait all year for this one costume and then all of a sudden these comic-con conventions start coming around and you can get several times a year and you can do several costumes a year which is pretty cool.
1: And so what is the process of you actually making your own costumes it does vary bit to bit by costume but
2: the general layout of it is you start with with your reference material whatever the character is you build yourself a pattern you cut out glue together that pattern you prime everything paint everything and then you finish everything with another sort of like coat you can add all sorts of things like lights and people are adding smoke machines to theirs now and like all these crazy led patterns it's really cool but yeah that's the general process of making a costume
0: And what kind of um, cosplayer would you say you are?
1: Where does the inspiration come from?
2: Most of my cosplay inspiration comes from video games because I really like like big armor sets and stuff like that.
1: That is a very interesting passion to have. Do you ever find that cosplayers are misunderstood by others at times?
2: I think sometimes people think it's a bit weird if you're just not into the scene. It's kind of funny when you're going to Comic-Con and you can tell it's on because there's so many people dressed up in costumes, but they're walking down the streets, you know, trying to get there or they're on the trains or they're getting there. And you just see so many people who are so confused, like it's not Halloween. Why are these people dressed up? And they just have no idea. So I think sometimes it's a bit misunderstood, but I do think it's become quite popular now. More people know what it is, as opposed to just having no idea why these people are in costume.
0: Okay, so how would you describe the uh, cosplay community? And like, where do you get to meet other members of that community?
2: The cosplay community has been really good to me personally. So I've met some really, really nice people, really, really cool people, you know, just creatives like fellow creatives. I've met most of them at Comic Cons, but I have met some of them online and then I'll meet them at the Comic Con later, you know, kind of thing. Which is really cool because they're like, oh yeah, I follow you and I love this project you did and it's so cool to see it in person and you're just like, oh, that's awesome. And then they have similar interests to you and that's kind of where you meet most of them, I would say, is like in actual conventions and online.
1: So you actually have a pretty big online presence. How did you manage to grow your social media following? At
2: first, most of my growth was on Instagram, but I have found to be honest, the Instagram has become very, very difficult to grow on. I was on Facebook really far back in the day, but that was when I was doing photography. Now, most of my growth comes from TikTok. It's actually really, really fast and it came really, really fast, but weirdly none of it's cosplay. So it's kind of like really weird to, to say that because like my my TikTok's more of like a comedy kind of funny video kind of thing. You know, it's not, I have every once in a while I'll throw a little cosplay up in there, but then, you know, you can kind of tell what's more popular and what's not. So
1: Do you find that you try to follow all the TikTok trends or do you just kind of do what comes to you on the day?
2: If I don't have an idea to post, like if I can't think of something original, then I'll just go find trends. Yeah, I will. I'll just say. And you kind of like twist them and make them your own. You know what I mean? Like all the trends that I follow, I'll kind of make them all nerdy and gamer related as opposed to the exact same trend that everybody's doing. Because then it kind of gives it a little bit of originality, even though it's the same technically the same video that everybody else is doing.
0: You do stream in as well, don't you?
2: I do. Yeah. I stream typically four days a week. I stream on Twitch mostly, but I've recently started streaming on Facebook as well because it's become a huge growing streaming platform. And I was very surprised at how accessible it is. It's far more accessible than Twitch because you just pop on your stream and all your friends automatically see you're there. So if you have a ton of friends on Facebook already, they already see you're there. Or as opposed to Twitch, you have to post outside of Twitch to get people to click on your link to come into your Twitch chat and come and chat to you. And not everyone has a Twitch account and not everyone wants to make one. I think it's a bit harder to grow on Twitch, but Twitch is more geared towards streamers. Facebook is a little bit easier to grow, but you're gonna have just more people kind of coming to hang out as opposed to even what you're gaming and that kind of stuff.
0: And is it just gaming that you do on the streams or would you do anything else? When I first started streaming, actually, I was doing cosplay. I
2: I was cosplay building. On the streams which was really fun really cool you get to see people asking questions and coming in like what are you doing like not not having any idea what i'm even doing and then i started doing gaming and that's kind of what i've been doing for a long while now but i'm thinking i'm going to start doing some art streams as well because i've been seeing a lot of people go on and they'll just have their art up while they're drawing and they're talking away to their audience and just drawing and stuff some of the streams that you see on there is actually quite hilarious like there's one that's trending right now it's called hot tub uh streaming <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's it's literally, it's literally people streaming from hot tubs. It's Like, that's kind of clever, I guess. Like, I guess it would make sense why it gets so much attention because you do, obviously you have like the really pretty girls and their bikinis and like, it's weird because Twitch would be really quite strict about say you're wearing something that has too much cleavage or say you're being like too sexy online, but then they'll like the hot tub streams or it's like, it's a weird, like you can get around that because i don't know because yeah. i guess a bikini is still just a bikini it's just a bathing suit you know kind of thing <laughs> so it's it's strange, but it's really funny like i've I, you know all props to them i think it's great like i do i do a hot tub stream i think that's
0: hilarious yeah i was gonna ask are you getting one
2: <laughs> so we actually last year installed a hot tub in the on the decking there so i was like oh you know what i should do a hot tub stream <laughs> <is really funny. laughs> oh my gosh
0: wow you're gonna great at that <laughs>
1: What do they actually do in the hot of streams? Is just them kind of sitting there and chilling out. So like some girls, it's just like they're sitting
2: there and they're just talking to their audience. That's also just a, that's another section on Twitch. is It's called just chatting and like people just literally just sit and chat to you, which is cool. So some of them just do that. Some of them play games. They'll have like one of those inflatable basketball sets set up and they'll like, if you tip me this much, I'll try and get a three pointer. You know, it's, it kind of varies. One guy, he was so funny. He was playing chess, but all he had was like a picture of like a Jesus in a hot tub next to him like this kind of thing <laughs> while he was playing chess and I was like I guess that's a hot tub stream sure like really very people are being quite creative with it it's kind of
0: funny mm, that's really interesting um and tell us what, what games do you play or what's your like console what, what kind of game and are you into Uh,
2: Right now I'm playing a lot of variety, actually, because uh, I've just recently got a group of friends together where we'll play every Friday night and we kind of try and switch it up every once in a while. We've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight, which is like a horror game. It's absolutely terrifying, but it's really funny to watch people play it because you're (laughs) screaming all all the time. Uh, We've been playing Among Us, which is really popular. It was trending for a really long time. That's just a fun game to play with friends. We're going to start playing some Halo, which is just kind of old school gaming, you know. My personal favorite platform to play on is my Nintendo Switch. So I'll play games like Stardew Valley, which is just like a nice little farming game. Or like, it's my relaxed time, you know, where I don't have to stress and freak out while I'm yeah. playing with all these other people. Um, or I'll play like Animal Crossing or just, you know, like fun stuff like that. So I kind of play a little bit of everything. And when people suggest a game to me too, I'm I'm very quick to be like, oh, okay, I'll give it a try. like.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally get you with the Nintendo Switch that's like my like chill time and I'm the same one. as yeah. you <laughs> I play Animal Crossing, the Pokemon yes. games yeah, I actually yeah. got a new Pokemon game recently I don't know if you played it it was the um, Rescue Teams have you played oh yes,
2: one? the Dungeon Rescue yeah, yeah that was so a good, good game yeah, it's a good game that's what I mean like the Switch is so good for just chilling out So it's like, just so
0: handy as well like yeah. not having to connect it to like a TV or anything just yeah. sitting there and in then the you, evening you
2: can if you want to you know if you yeah want to watch exactly TV, yeah and you can I, get yeah. such
0: cool things to like decorate it with and everything
2: yeah I think it's very underrated console because <laughs> you can actually play a lot of these same games I was just talking about on my switch like I can play dead by daylight yeah. on my switch if I wanted to so exactly. it's pretty cool
0: no it's a great it's a great console honestly yeah I love it
1: so you actually create so much content you know you do gaming cosplay and TikTok and you also do OnlyFans. Do you think that it was actually easier for you to get started on OnlyFans because you already had a social media following? Absolutely, yeah. I
2: would have a lot of friends who are on OnlyFans as well. And I remember one of my friends was starting and she really wouldn't have a huge social media presence. And she was finding it quite difficult because really, unless you already have people following you, it's kind of hard to just kind of be like, here, here's a link. You can go and you get people like, yeah, but who are you? Like, why? Why would I go do that? And if you don't have already a big, or even just a medium presence online, like not a massive presence, I wouldn't say I have a massive presence online, but something like it is. I think it is a lot more difficult to start if you start from nothing.
0: And why did you decide to do it? I suppose I decided
2: juicy. I decided to do it personally because um, I wanted to monetize my content. I started Patreon and OnlyFans at the same time, so I don't do actual like nudity or anything like that. What I do is like lewd cosplay so that's like sexy cosplay or like implied nudes and like burlesque boudoir all that kind of stuff when you try and post that stuff on say instagram you can very easily get banned (laughs) like very 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 especially if it's implied nudity because technically you are naked but you're it's, it's all like censored. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not really seeing it, but you kind of, you kind of know what they're looking at. Yeah. If you try and post on Instagram, you're just going to get banned and then then you lose all that, that platform. So I did that to sort of give an exclusive bit of content to my followers who are into that sort of thing. And then Patreon was kind of the same thing where they got exclusive content, but on Patreon, I made it more cosplay based. So Patrons more cosplay like sexy cosplay, whereas OnlyFans is more just like sexy stuff.
0: Mm, Okay, I get you. So you don't do the actual like nudity part. It's kind of, is it more than just like kind of videos and pictures in the costumes?
2: yeah it's videos and pictures in the costumes it's kind of like suggestive it's it's suggestive stuff you know like it is quite it's still still quite like titillating i guess Mm. you could call it um but i personally don't do any of the nudity. like i have a ton of friends who do i have a ton of friends who are full-on like porn stars basically who are doing this thing and it's great and i honestly do think it's really awesome platform for that and do you ever think you would go and do the nudity route? You see i think it kind of depends because like i think nudity can be very beautiful for me it's more of an art thing i'm not trying to make like consumable sexual content i'm trying to make beautiful art stuff like i do put a lot of effort and work into the costumes the lighting the setups the backgrounds like all that stuff so mine's more like making a really nice, like i love artistic nude i do it's really really gorgeous and really really yeah. beautiful i don't know personally if i would do it because not because I don't think it's like not okay. I just don't know if I personally would want to. Like, I don't know if maybe it's just like a. It's not you, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just not like totally me, I guess. Like I, again, I love doing the like implied stuff mm. because I to me to me that's more titillating. You know, that's more in, in, intriguing. It's more like sexy to me to th- almost see something than yeah. it is to <laughs> than it is to actually <laughs> see
1: something. I guess would you say that there's actually a big demand for the type of content that you put out yeah weirdly there's a massive demand for
2: it i don't know if it's because like cosplayers just range in age so much and like when it started getting really popular it was with my age group of people um which is in their 30s right so i guess like yeah we've always kind of had these characters that we've had like crushes on or whatever it is and then so you get to see this character then be brought to life but then it's like adult and sexy and you're just kind of like oh well okay like that's nice to look at and yeah i i I do think there is quite a bit of demand for it yeah i I mean that's how jessica Negri made her whole entire image online and she's got millions of followers now
0: and what do you like what do the people in your life think of you doing i know it's such a cringe question but you know what i mean it's it's probably (laughs) the first thing you think of when someone does OnlyFans. yeah it's funny
2: yeah oh no it is funny because like people will say like oh oh, you have an OnlyFans, like, does that mean? And they'll just ask me all these questions. And I'm like, no, when I was doing photography, when I was doing self portraits, it was always very like sexy, implied nude stuff. Like, I just love that. Again, boudoir, I love it. It's beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. My family personally are just kind of like, yeah, that's just what she's always done. I don't do that. Some people do. I don't personally do that. And I do explain to them what I am doing. And like, to be honest, I've always kind of done that type of modeling. It's mostly people who don't know me who are kind of a bit more like oh what are you what are you <laughs> doing she must be doing this this and this and like blah blah, blah 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 and i'm like okay you think whatever you want like if you're going around telling people that they're just going to come check it out anyways and realize they're not, I'm not that's what i'm not doing right and then i don't know maybe they'll subscribe because they just want to see <laughs> sexy stuff so it's kind of like um uh, but yeah most people are like uh
0: oh, whatever you know you're just being sexy online and good for you like- and your boyfriend, he doesn't have a issue with you doing it, or...?
2: He actually helps me take a lot of my pictures. Oh. Because it's quite, it's actually
1: kind of difficult to do some of the stuff. And I want yeah. to
2: make sure stuff is like not showing or certain stuff is showing. I'm like, hey, can you help me with this? He's like, yeah, of course.
1: Do you ever find that you maybe sometimes get weird requests on OnlyFans or something that makes you uncomfortable?
2: I don't get anything that personally makes me uncomfortable because I'm very open book. And again, like I said, I have tons of friends who do do this and they're like, hey, can you watch this for me to make sure nothing's wrong? And I'm like, sure, okay. <laughs> like whatever like I don't mind I really don't care like nudity doesn't scare me sex doesn't scare me like I'm, I'm very much an open book non-judgmental I don't care um uh, but yeah like people will ask sometimes just <laughs> weird things to me and I'm like uh I don't do that. But you know, I have this friend who does and like, I can like send you that way. And they're like, Oh, cool. Thanks. Like, Okay. here you go. So, Most of the time I'm kind of just like helping my friends out. I'm kind of like pawning these people. I'm like, I don't make that content, but I know someone who does. So here you go, go off to them, give them your money. You know, like you'll
0: be happy. They'll be happy kind of thing. It's great to hear you're making referrals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering, Um, has anyone ever like recognized you out on the street from OnlyFans? Like they've seen you and they've been like, oh, that's your one and come up to you and told you.
2: Not, not from OnlyFans, but I think that's because my OnlyFans is still, I, I would, I, I think tops I've ever had is only about a hundred people subscribing to me at one time. Oh. So it's not, it's not like a very big, big platform for me. I've had people recognize me from TikTok. I've oh. had people recognize me from TikTok.
1: But not
2: any of my other platforms, I don't think. No, no, no.
1: And how does that go when somebody recognizes you from TikTok? Do they approach you? Does it get a bit awkward? It's a bit strange because someone will come up to you and they'll be like, oh, are you
2: so-and-so? And I'm like, how do you know that? I'm just like, oh, can <laughs> yeah. I follow you on here or I follow you on here. And like, it's more common at Comic-Con because more people, because Dublin Comic-Con, even though it's really big, the community is really small. So you're bound to pop up on someone's feed somewhere. And you're bound to pop up on like anywhere. Like someone will kind of recognize you and be like, "Oh, did you do this cosplay?" Like, yeah, I did that cosplay. But the TikTok one's strange for me because again, I'm not in costume on TikTok. I just look like this, right, on TikTok. So it's kind of and my 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 biggest following on TikTok is actually from America. So when somebody in Ireland recognizes me, it's really I'm really quite like, "Oh, that's strange." <laughs> like,
0: that's amazing, yeah. And why do you think you've got mostly an American audience? Okay. I think
2: it just has a lot to do with the fact that Americans consume such a giant portion of the platform.
0: Yeah, it could be just, harsh, I think that's yeah. it is Because
2: even when you look at some of the most famous uh, Irish TikTokers, I think the most I've ever seen is one girl. She has a million followers, but the rest kind of sit between 100,000 and 500,000. Whereas then you have like the Charlie D'Amelios and, you know, all them and they've got like 73 million followers, which is ridiculous. Like that's a lot of people. That's more than in the whole entire country of Ireland.
0: Yeah, no, totally. It's actually mad. I know you don't do like the nudity and stuff, but like, do you think OnlyFans like is kind of an empowering platform for people who do that? Absolutely. I think it hugely is. I think it made a very big difference in the sex industry because if you
2: think about it before, when you say you go and consume content, that's free, especially on a site like Pornhub, you wouldn't really hundred percent know if that person got paid, if they were over age, if they, you know, had anything to do with like the idea of what was going into it. The thing I like about OnlyFans for sex workers specifically is It's kind of, they're all a one-man show. There are occasionally ones who do have people who are helping them, people who are producing it, but they're not the ones that are doing really, really well on the platform. I have one friend, she's a trans woman. She is doing amazing on the platform. She's making like $30,000 a month or something like that. It's ridiculous, but she's doing it all herself. Like she's completely going through, doing it all herself and it's awesome. And then I have another friend, he's a guy and he's making like, again, a ridiculous amount of money and he's a one-man show. It's better because... You know that money is going to them. A little bit goes to the platform, which obviously that's fine, but you know that that money is then going into their pocket, basically straight into their bank account. It's not going through this service, this service, this service. And OnlyFans does have a very good vetting service. Like you have to provide several pieces of ID. You have to provide several pieces of your bank proof and like all that cross over. So they're pretty good at like actually verifying the creators who are on there.
0: And like, would it be good at protecting them from being like leaked and stuff, you know? Like, cause you do hear of it, I suppose, like certain creators getting leaked onto like Pornhub and yeah. things like that.
2: Recently, actually, this is just a new thing that's happened is that OnlyFans is now helping people who have found out they've been leaked by providing help with their legal services it wasn't in the beginning so it was a bit different but i mean you're always gonna have that that is just kind of one of the risks that you take like even if you upload to your own website you're still gonna have that risk of people kind of like being jerks and being like hey look at this and probably reselling the content as well which is awful but that's just the industry i think part of it yeah and definitely. Parcel, Yeah. yeah
1: Do you think that there's potential for OnlyFans to become a quite dangerous platform or a platform for prostitution where somebody could message a content creator asking them not only for their pictures or videos but for them to meet up and provide other services from within the sex industry?
2: I do think that's something that could very well happen. I think it's a tiny bit less likely because... I find personally most of the creators that are going on there are people who are very keep to themselves. Um, They're regular people. Like you're not having like people who are homeless, which is a lot of reasons people go into prostitution is because they end up being homeless or drug addicted. These people aren't as much those types, you know, like they're doing it as an income to be an online creator. And with that comes having their own space and having their own privacy. But I can see that absolutely happening. It's the same as I can see, you know, sneaking through the cracks, like someone getting an underage girl on there or someone putting like, I don't know, like revenge porn on there. I think those all sort of come with the industry and... You just got to kind of be a little bit careful and really monitor it. I know the people who work at OnlyFans are very good for monitoring their site. And if anyone reports anything, they take it very seriously. So if someone does see someone and think they are underage and they report it, OnlyFans really does do quite an investigation into it. That would be the only thing that I'd say that's better for that platform than, say, like, I don't know, Porno or any of the other, you know, sex sites that people use
1: Oh, if I'm being honest, I really didn't know that there was such a strict vetting system for people wanting to sign up to OnlyFans and that the people working there actually provide so much support for their creators. Yeah, it is awesome. Because like I said, I have
2: a lot of friends who would be on the actual pornography side of OnlyFans and they said that they felt the safest on this platform and that's why they continue to use it.
0: Can you really like actually do anything on it or is there anything that's like restricted? It's so funny
2: because sometimes people are like, oh, and obviously... It is, it is very connected to the sex industry. That's fine because the reason it's so connected to the sex industry is because it's the one that lets you do whatever you want. Mm. You know, like Patreon is the same idea where you pay a subscription to see your creator's exclusive material. You can post nudity on Patreon, but you can't post... Pornography on mm, Patreon. Yeah. So I think that's actually why so many people went to OnlyFans and who were actually on Patreon as well went to OnlyFans because you can do this stuff. But I've seen artists on there, people who do fitness instruction. I've seen like comedians on there who are just going on there and saying silly things, but then they'll like make a joke about how they have an OnlyFans and everyone's like, I wonder what that means, you know? So like they'll go and look at it. And there's people who have free OnlyFans and then only work off of tips. So like they'll have a certain post where it's like, okay, like this one will be a little more suggestive. This one's not so much. And then the rest of it's free. Yeah, you can, you can really use it for anything. There was one that was advertised for like a cooking show. Like it's, it can be anything. The reason is so intertwined with the sex industry is because it can be anything. That's actually amazing, isn't it? I think because it has a bad name is why people don't utilize it more but i think if people started utilizing it more for like i don't know anything then people would realize that it's actually a really good way to make a little bit of extra money like if you're an artist you can go on there and be like hey you want to see all my extra stuff my sketch anything not safe for work that i can't post anywhere else here you go pay me i don't know five dollars a month and they'll be like okay
1: yeah i think unfortunately people associate only fans just with the sex industry
0: yeah no definitely I would have only thought it was to do with that if I'm being honest but I knew Patreon wasn't I knew like on Patreon you could do other things because I knew people who had like it for um like upcycling clothes and things like that as well do you know I suppose you can get more creative with the Patreon, but like, as you say, you can with OnlyFans as well, so. Yeah, I
2: actually think you get a bit more um, freedom with OnlyFans because the one big difference about OnlyFans and Patreon is that Patreon doesn't have a tip option. So if someone really likes something, or like say you made a piece of art on Patreon, they're like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I wanna like support you and give you more. They can't, they can only pay the fee that they've set on their tiers or they can go up to the next tier, which might be too much money. Whereas OnlyFans, you can tip someone. You can literally just be like, Oh, that's cool. Tip them $2 or tip them $5 or tip them whatever you want to tip them kind of thing. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. and what what would you charge for your um, OnlyFans? Not to give your figures away, but like, would it be a subscription price and then you're charging for certain content or what way would it work?
2: Yeah. So mine is a subscription fee. And then, I'll try post other things that will be even more exclusive on there. I'll post on my cosplay on Patreon, but if they want it on OnlyFans, then I'll put a little, like, subscribe, like a tip wall, basically, for like $5. I don't know. Okay. And then they get that then that they get that whole set of, like, sexy cosplay, as well as getting whatever else is on my feed.
0: Yeah, okay. And would you do well in the tips? I know that, like, other creators do very
2: good in tips. <laughs> I think that's actually where you make most of your money, which is why it's saying OnlyFans actually yeah. seems to be a bit more of a f- free platform or a freedom platform because people can be like, oh, I really like that and want to give you extra money and not be able to tip you on Patreon. So.
1: Yeah, and there's actually been a lot of backlash about the amount of money that some people make on OnlyFans and others claiming that they don't deserve... Money for the amount of work that they do. What do you think about that? No, I think that's a little horseshit to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't think people realize the amount of time for one, it
2: takes to get dressed up. That's the first step. Like plan out whatever you're wearing because you can't just like put on random stuff and be like, that looks fine. You have to like think about your outfit and then put on the outfit. You have to buy the outfit, put on makeup and then to put on whatever wig you're wearing or do your hair. Then You have to set up a background because no one wants to see your messy room and no one wants to see, you know, just a plain white wall. And then lighting, lighting is so important. If you don't do lighting, then you're going to have bad pictures. If you have low quality stuff, people aren't going to pay for it. And then all the work that goes into the editing afterwards as well. It takes days to do stuff like that. Days. And most of the time it's a one man show. Like, I don't think what people realize is like, say a porn star goes to go do a film. Right? She's got hair, she's got makeup, which are paid jobs, you know? And you have the person directing the film, you have the person filming the film, you have the people who are doing the lighting, the setup, they're all getting paid. So, why shouldn't a person who's doing it themselves make just as much money? So, yeah, it's, I think it takes a ton of work, and especially to be so creative all the time and making up something new all the time. Like, people want a lot for the small amount of money, usually, that these creators are charging. I've heard that the typical charge for most of these people is. Five dollars for their subscription fee and I'm like are you joking <laughs> are you like that's insane that you're you're only charging five dollars for all that work you're putting into all this stuff and you're draining yourself doing all this stuff by yourself and then people are complaining and like saying oh it's too much money I can get it for free so go watch it for free literally no one's forcing you to do it if you want to see your favorite creator doing whatever you want them to be doing then you're gonna have to pay for it otherwise go watch someone else like
0: definitely yeah I think the most expensive one I ever saw was like 15 euro not euro sorry dollars that's how much I charge for mine oh is it oh okay yeah yeah Yeah, no but like it's probably worth that considering what you're putting in and everything like even as well what you do in the cosplay that's even more work as
2: well in my welcoming and like all my posts and stuff like that i do emphasize the fact that a lot of this money that i do make doesn't just go straight into my pocket it goes into building more costumes which can be very expensive and it goes into buying more things to help my content be better it's not just like oh i got this money and i'm going to go spend it on like i don't know drinking and like partying i don't even do that stuff like it you goes get the back odd into creating new game
0: or something <laughs> yeah
2: exactly and then and then i'm using the game to make more content for you
0: <laughs> Do you um receive any hate for doing OnlyFans or I mean I, I, I looked at your social media and it seems like everyone loves you. So yeah. <laughs> I, can't imagine
2: yeah. It. I haven't really. I think I got like one like one time and it wasn't even like one of my fans, it was like a local girl, like in oh. town. Oh yeah. And she was like, rah, rah rah, you sell well, you sell your naked pictures online. I was like, first of all, I don't, but <laughs> even if I did, that's not a bad thing. And I was like, are you like, I, I genuinely, I was like, I think she's just mad because she gives hers away for free. Again, like I'm a very open person. I don't personally sell nudes, but like if people do, that's when go cool. make your money, like go do it. Like if someone's paying for it, there's obviously an industry, right? If so, if no one was paying for it, there wouldn't be so many people doing it. It's supply and demand. If you're, if you're so angry about it, like maybe stop consuming it yeah no definitely that's actually
0: mad that it was someone nearby to you, you yeah, have been yeah, bits there like, saying that it. was the only
2: the only time and it was a girl too and I was just kind of like come on like
0: yeah come on girl women, get behind me <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, girls supporting girls <laughs> yeah exactly yeah
1: so before we wrap things up we also wanted to ask you how you managed to balance uh creating content on all these different platforms like what is your daily routine I actually probably
2: should schedule myself a bit better that's kind of have been my downfall but typically what i'll do is i'll try and make a lot of content within a short amount of time and then give myself a lot of break time because i found that when i was trying to do it every day or trying to do it every other day you get creative burnout you really 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 get burnt out and it kind of affects your mental health which is very important to me like i'm always really conscious about scheduling myself around my mental health and making sure that that like that's your priority and that's what you're taking care of and you know you want to make sure because When you burn out like that, you just get tired and depressed and then you don't want to do anything, but your job is to be doing things right. So I will typically try to within the first week of a month to do as much content as I can, at least a month's worth of content. That way I always have something to post. Even if I'm not feeling great on one day, if I'm feeling extra like spunky on a day and I feel like putting on a costume and making a bunch of TikToks, I'll still do it. Like I'll still go out and make all that extra content, but then I have all that stuff labeled back and like The only stuff that I really work on outside of the content creation would be like my art commissions and stuff like that. And those I kind of work as they come in. I just do them in the order that they come in. And that's just basically it for those. Yeah.
0: Do you do YouTube or have you ever tried Uh, YouTube?
2: Yeah, I've tried YouTube a few times. I'm actually trying to get more into YouTube. Um, I started it and then I just had so much on my plate with cosplay because I was trying to get a bunch of costumes done for comic-con and i was going to enter a bunch of competitions so i was really working hard on these big costumes but i had to kind of set youtube aside because it took a lot of extra work to film as well because mm, filming and yeah. editing takes a long time like it doesn't think <laughs> people realize it i was like oh yeah okay this is gonna take forever so like i made two videos and they were really well received so yeah i'm probably gonna get more into youtube i think um, especially with being on tiktok because i feel more comfortable in front of a camera now Whereas before I would have felt more comfortable being in a photo, I now actually think that I present better on a camera, like video, as opposed to being in a picture these days. I'll look at a picture of
1: myself I'm like, I don't know, I don't really like it. Which I is do good have to say I love I... your
0: TikToks. The one with oh, the pens- car was, <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah, you pwned the Mustang as if you're walking your dog.
2: That one was actually one of the ones that like blew up my TikTok account. But
1: yeah, like I find
2: I'm much more comfortable doing that sort of stuff and being on film which is also good because I think you get a kind of a distorted warped image of yourself when you're really looking at pictures because Mm. you know you get filters and you get all this other stuff that you can play with and then you start seeing your face in all these different ways you kind of forget what you look like yeah
0: no and I I,
2: yeah. yeah you know and I think people actually tend to look better on film because I love expression so much and I like I love to read people's faces yeah so i i'm finding now that i quite i like it better when people are recording even short videos of themselves like 60 long second videos and they're just like doing something fun and laughing about it than seeing a perfectly
0: posed picture no definitely your wink as well when you do that <laughs> I, <can't laughs> I know do i am <laughs> kind of proud of it i was like i just like i didn't realize
2: it was that good i'm actually kind of proud of it
0: <laughs> it's amazing I thought it was brilliant. It's in a lot of them as well, isn't it? You yeah, I try. There. I
2: actually try to incorporate. It's funny that you've said that because I try to actually incorporate as much as I can because so many people have complimented me on it. I'm like, <laughs> it's just so cute. Do you have anything you want to add? Angelica? Yeah. Well, maybe just if you do personally know someone who's doing OnlyFans and it bothers you, mind your business. They're doing it to make a living and just like everybody else, they're selling their body just like everyone else they're just doing it in a different way just support them let them do what they want to do let them be happy as long as they're not hurting anyone I think you should be allowed to do whatever you want
0: I love that that's brilliant so thanks for coming on we really enjoyed chatting with you yeah that was
2: fun it was really fun
1: (laughs) thanks for having me thanks for coming on the show no problem I'll chat to you later thank you Bye.